You know what's really awesome, you guys? James, before the podcast, was explaining to us, I would say rather in detail, about how much he had prepared for this intro. James, do you want to take it away? Yeah, so uh, I really uh, did my best to prepare for this intro, uh, so I expect to knock it out of the park. Uh, First, we got uh, McCoy over there. Yo! Yeah, so McCoy really reminds me of a walrus. That's Um, right. Yeah, so I decided to go with animals. I should have mentioned this beforehand, but that's not uh, just a just, random statement. You know, yeah, 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 exactly. And then, and then we got Gabe over there. What up, yo? So Gabe also reminds me of a walrus. Solid. Um, Jesus. Yeah, and then we got Zoe. Hi. Hey, yeah. So Zoe also reminds me of a walrus. <laughs> uh, and then there's me, uh, James. And uh, I think I'm more like a gazelle. Yeah, like a, like a bald eagle. <laughs> yeah. Something. Yeah, something maybe a bald majestic. eagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe a panther. Maybe a panther. Yeah. And we're the tyranny of walruses. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the tyranny of... I actually of... remember, like, way back at freshman year of college when, you know, when you're a freshman and you're just trying to, like get involved in as many things as possible right off the bat so you can find like your little niche and i think james did you do quidditch with me at the beginning of freshman mm-hmm. year yeah and i remember seeing you run across the field with that broomstick hockey stick between your legs and i thought that's a gazelle oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and then i tripped on my knees and the broomstick and fell on the ground you were like yep that's Definitely a gazelle. A gazelle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God, Quidditch just I mean, walruses do that are so rounder than most, so there's that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Oh, so ridiculous, though. Just like, I don't know. It's like, it, to me, like, you know how you, especially, God, especially freshman year of college, but perhaps now, but I'm getting, I'm, I'm growing out of this, I would say. But I feel like, you know, you want to support everyone in doing what they want to do. So I'm growing out of that. But at, at that time, I felt very supportive of people. And I was like, yeah, man, you're into Harry Potter. Like, you want to do Quidditch? That's totally cool. And in the back of my head, I'm thinking, just to clarify, though, the cool parts about Quidditch are the things that humans can't do. And you can't do them. Yeah, right. And I'm watching you guys not fly on <laughs> went, rooms. And it's yeah. fucking lame. What's happening? I'm sorry. But it was just like, you know what I, I mean? Oh. I remember going to Quidditch once. And I was drunk. And that was a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely, yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's definitely a game, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that exists. Like it's it possible. It's technically I wasn't, a thing. Yeah. 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 Like maybe we weren't playing at a high enough level. I'm willing to believe that. But it's just, you know, for the no. small exposure that I had, it was like. I feel like we should play a game designed for humans and not for magicians, I think. I didn't realize there was a, uh, there was a higher level to Quidditch than drunk college level. <laughs> I'm just saying there might be. There, uh, I, was, I was walking around Boston Common once and I saw a bunch of people with brooms and like yellow and red, like, I don't know, blazy things. I think those were witches. And... Yeah. I was like, what's going on? And they were like, yeah, it's the Quidditch League. And I was like, awesome. And in my head, I was thinking, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Why is there a league for Quidditch in Boston? Fucking nerds. 
I don't know. It's just funny. Like we're all nerds of our own ilk, but it's just like you look at that and you're like, I think I don't understand. Yeah, but at least they're outside running around nerds. We're in here making a podcast about video games. So true. I haven't been outside in seven years. Like, yeah, for real. Quarantine didn't even affect me. I actually thought we were in quarantine before this. And so it was like quite a shock to me to hear that we were not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I really missed the opportunity there. Yeah, God, I was actually, so I was doing some data analysis for this survey around esports in college. And one of the main concerns that people wrote in, because we didn't include it in our initial question, like, you know, fill in the separate answers, whatever, was just, yeah, like, it'd be cool if you had a video game club and stuff, but, like, I don't think kids need more reason to, like, sit inside and not exercise. And I'm just like, damn. Well, I kind of feel you. But also, like, you can exercise in game, too, just separately. You can do it, right? It's possible, right? Some people do it. I've heard it's possible. Yeah, I mean, some people definitely do that. Yeah. Not not really me. Like Same here, brother. You know, James, you kind of... Like, I want to, but... You kind of yeah? remind me of, like, a walrus. <laughs> now that you're... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the fucking game. We're the Tyranny Thumbs. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we're going to jump into Yearwalk right away because no there's gaming no news? news. None. Nothing happened in the last uh, week. No, there was code a pretty for... big thing that happened, yes, or last night, or today. Yeah. Please tell us. <laughs> An angry, disgruntled Naughty Dog employee basically uploaded a bunch of footage of The Last of Us 2 as well as the entire storyline for spoilers. Why? Why would they do that? <laughs> they're a disgruntled employee, McCoy. <laughs> but I but why? Do they know why they're disgruntled or I mean Ah, uh, I mean, I'm sure it's something to do with what like the working conditions that video game developers are put under, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's but a safe assumption. It's a safe assumption. But yeah, as a result, they uh, they leaked a bunch of shit. But as a result, Last of Us 2 is coming out in July. <laughs> yeah, we have a release date. Yep, we have a release date. They were like, oh, here, here's the story and the release <laughs> here's, date. Yeah, here's the release date. Also the ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a sick announcement. July, huh? Jeez. Yeah, I had heard rumors that it was mostly done and like certain companies are wanting to wait because they want to get physical, you know, discs on shelves and stuff like that. Cause that's their traditional model. But it's like, open your fucking eyes. People can connect their PlayStation to the fucking internet. <laughs> like, trust me, like they can do it. I promise you. If it's mostly done, I think it's okay. I think you can put it out. It'll still splash. Um, so especially cause like we've seen a bunch of big releases come out and be huge during this time so it's like do you want to wait till after this time with your like really big single player game when everyone's stuck at home okay yeah that's a marketing strat yeah i definitely agree that now is like the best time to drop a bomb whoa whoa where's my fucking sound (laughs) for jesus christ Um, of a video game of a video game please god damn it yeah you're right you're right don't don't take us out of context he is running for president later in his life and gets that quote <laughs> just like sent around. Okay, is there any other oh, gaming news that I missed? Uh, 
other than did anybody actually look at the spoilers please tell me you didn't why would you do that to no, yourself no i i did my, my sister texted me about it and she was like yeah apparently people are really upset with what the story story does and i'm like okay you know what a i'm not gonna let that phase me because twitter fucking hates everything that's ever released in the world ever so to hear that people are complaining about it does not surprise me mm-hmm. b i'm not gonna let that ruin my own unique experience when i play it but also see, I don't know, Last of Us 2 has gotten a lot of flack since its announcement from a bunch of salty, salty Sanders who uh, don't like the fact that they're going to be playing a girl for this game. So I'm also kind of taking criticism with a grain of salt right now. I'll reserve judgment. Women in my video games. <laughs> As the main character and not a sex object. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I just started the Witcher. Well, I didn't start it. Elena did. But I was watching over her shoulder at the beginning of The Witcher 3, and I was like, wow, sex object. But anyways, um, for those who play <laughs> The Witcher, you will know. It's in the first five seconds. You're like, what the fuck? Dude, but, I wish uh, Geralt was my sex object. God damn. I know, dude. I played the first like hour of The Witcher, and I always thought that the Geralt in the bathtub meme was like a mod that you put into Witcher 3. No. 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 It's not. Zoe, no. <laughs> no. Right that is the- not a mod. <laughs> No, I'm afraid It was not. hilarious. I launched it. That scene's playing out. Brandon comes in. He's like, oh, this is the game you're excited to play? <laughs> I didn't, I'm like, I didn't realize you were watching porn in here. <laughs> and you're like, why not both? <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled up a chair and I said, take a seat. <laughs> yeah, there's something for everyone. And he was like, game. please, yes. Yeah, he walks in and is uh, like, Zoe, could you please leave the room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you're just like, listen, we're going to put scars oh on your God. back tonight because this is a great look. Like, we're going to take you to the bath. <laughs> Whoa. Damn. Oh, there, McCoy. <laughs> look, I mean, hey, if that works, whatever get out works, my man. cat and nine tails. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm definitely very worried about The Last of Us 2 personally because if you played The Last of Us 1, in my opinion, you know, it doesn't need a second game. So then you're like, is this a second game because... They, it's so popular, and if so, like, do they have a good story here? Is it going to be a Pirates of the Caribbean too? I hope not. I, I feel like I want to have more faith in that, but I definitely am like cautiously optimistic, just because The Last of Us One was so goddamn good, and I'm not sure. They it's can a do sequel it again. because money is nice. Yeah, but like maybe they can do it again. I don't know. I, I'm I'm hopeful. If if there's a company out there, I believe they can do it again. I I'm pretty sure it's Naughty Dog. Yeah, I have a lot exactly. of faith in those guys. That's mm-hmm. kind of where I'm approaching it from. They've, they're known to make really compelling stories. They've made four Uncharted's, and Uncharted Four was still a good game, you know. Mm-hmm. Despite its, I've its not predecessor. played any of Naughty Dog's games, as it turns out. Yeah, we will on this podcast eventually once we once we're done with the eight months of Mass Effect, James. <laughs> 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 Yeah, once a year we're playing eight months of a franchise. <laughs> that just makes sense. Um, cool. Any other news? I mean, I'm sure there was news, but who gives a fuck anymore? Man, like, not, you know, life doesn't even, doesn't even move forward during this time. Nobody even knows. Um, I feel like this is the part, like, this is the part of quarantine where people are just starting to get very bleak because they're like, it's just never ending and the days just all blend yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Which, you know. It's like, I've, fuck it. 
Inject bleach into your veins. Why not? Oh, God. Censor that. <laughs> oh, God. I can't. I can't. He's running for president. We have to let this out there to stop him. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, right, let's get the fuck 2042. Out of here. Like, you know, James Harold. Oh, I said his last name. My that, but anyway. I'm pretty sure his last name's all over the place. Is it not, though? Fuck. Do I have to censor this? I don't know. I don't know, we'll but see. anyway, just James running for president. Did you hear in this podcast clip from 2020 that he said to inject bleach into your veins? Yeah, we've he never heard that on that the political shit. stage before. That was the that just sounds yeah. so strange. Um, to be yeah. fair, I did watch that clip in its entirety, and he did not suggest people do that. He was just saying, "Oh, this might work," and he turned to a scientist next to him, like, "Could it? Could we test that?" And the guy was like, "I guess." And then he's like, "Okay, cool." Which is not the same thing as like, hey, everyone out there, be my test rat and inject this into your veins. Um, I mean, people are- While that is true, he does have a lot of, you know, mindless followers. Well, it, yeah. I mean, there's so many people. It just seems like no matter what you say, there's just going to be suggestible people. And yeah, I like I, I hear that. And that's yeah, a weird oh, like question of responsibility when you get to a platform that large. But it's just interesting because all the headlines were like, and then he told he like held a, a person down and told him to do it. And I was like, really? No fucking way. And I watched the clip and I was like, oh, okay. Well, I kind of see where they came from. That seems like a really unfair way of, of painting. Well, it's this. also a case of anyone with half a brain should know not to randomly inject themselves with shit. Yeah. Or intentionally because that's not going to work. And so we don't need to test that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he also suggested everyone not. Okay. That's the, I'm doing the same fucking thing. The headlines do. No, he didn't suggest everyone. Yeah. But he just said, huh? I mean, the virus dies to light. Maybe we could inject people with light. Looks at the scientist. Do you think we could try that? The guy's like, sure. It's like, okay, cool. Well, we'll get back to you on that. It's just like, damn, we were watching thoughts happen live. Um, which is exactly how this podcast is. Please let me transition in the game. God damn it. <laughs> what? Oh, man. Well, but no, don't worry. He said he was joking. He was only joking, which, you know, during a briefing on a global pandemic is a great thing to do. Mm -hmm. but you forget, McCoy. This is also the guy that looked directly into the eclipse. <laughs> did he? <laughs> That's yeah. right. He did do that. Oh, ouch. He did do that. Ouch. Maybe he's that just clip blind. is funny just because you hear him. You see Maybe him looking up, and somebody calls dumb. out to him, being like, "Don't look at it!" And he just looks back up at the sun. Oh no! He's like an aide, like rush just, over and be like, "No, no, no, no!" He's just <laughs> dumb. Well, there he's you have it. Just an idiot. Let us know. Write in if you think we should spin off a politics podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I can't. I'm not. Here, McCoy is both a fascist and a Trump sympathizer. <laughs> I'm everything. <laughs> everything you want me to be and nothing that would be respectable or decent, I guess, is really where I think. I and he's running for president <laughs> in 2020. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, trying to, I'm, ru I'm running under the banner of any reasonable adult. You guys seen those like bumper stickers? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they McCoy. Yeah. <laughs> Writing candidate. I'm a reasonable adult. Yeah. In my and opinion, they, I think you'd do better than Joe Biden. <laughs> dude, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Oof. Yeah. My next YouTube series is I make all the calls. Unfortunately, uh, spoilers, he is not 35 yet. So. Yeah, but he, he can just lie. Biden. No, no, he's definitely 35. <laughs> <laughs> no, at least, no, bro. At least. Who, McCoy? No, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, McCoy's at least 35. 
Yeah, dude. Yeah. McCoy's an old soul. His, <laughs> his knowledge yeah. with technology ages him up at least 30 years sometimes. <laughs> Only yeah, some tough. veins of technology, such as memes. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, like, dude, like, I swear, like, having learned all of my computer technology with early days of computers has helped in some areas to understand how computers work, but it has also really hurt because I think since then you know, product designers and just general designers have come in and been like, I know this is the way everyone always does it, but this doesn't make any sense. So why don't we change it up? And I'm like sitting there going like, but that's the way we always do it. It makes sense to me. And they're like, no, 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 no. But like every person from now on that is born forever will not understand this unless we change it now. And I'm just like, but now I don't understand it. Fuck. So it's tough. (laughs) It's tough to, um, you know, learn something and then have it be undone in front of you. That's why I don't update anything anymore. Why would you update? I don't need new shit. Um, what no, are you actually, keen? to be very honest with you, I do update all my stuff and I occasionally get burned really hard where I'll update a program and then it will break. And I'm like, no fucking way. You did me like this. I trusted you. Oh, God. <laughs> you were the chosen one. Yeah. You were working yeah. two seconds ago, and I thought, and you said, hey, we have all these improvements, bug fixes and improvements. Great. Sounds good. I'll take that. No. No, no. You didn't tell me there was more bugs in here. Oh. Okay. Am I allowed to transition to the game now? Please. Speaking yes. of bugs. No, I'm just no. kidding. No. <laughs> okay, cool. Everyone's cool. Everyone's fine today. Everyone's fine. Okay. So today we played... Your walk, and I'm actually going to pass it off to Zoe because she kind of understands this game and definitely understands how to describe this game to people that maybe haven't played it or that have played it but would like to hear a coherent description of it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So Year Walk is a originally iOS mobile game um, crafted by a team, a Swedish team called Simogo, in 2013. It was later for developed for uh, PC and all other devices in 2015. So, uh, yeah, it was made by a team of two people. And it's just essentially a story about an ancient Swedish tradition known as year walking, which was a practice that ended in the late 1800s and is essentially when somebody will just shut themselves off from the rest of the world, typically in Sweden, typically on the last day of the year, someone will shut themselves into a dark place for the entire day, no food, no light. And at the stroke of midnight, they go out on a walk in hopes that they can see glimpses into the future, aka hallucinations, because you haven't seen anything, talked to anyone, eaten anything. So... Most likely what these people were experiencing were hallucinations, but you in this game play as a nameless character for a majority of the game. Later you find out your name is Daniel, uh, who goes on a year walk of his own um, in hopes that he can figure out his future with the girl that he loves. And it's it's an interesting game. Like, it was described to me, so... Listeners of the podcast will know that Mother Steam, a.k.a. my mom, she has no affiliation with Steam. Please do not contact us in regards to that. Yo, but, my um, Steam doesn't update? What the fuck's the deal? <laughs> <Give> your mom's <laughs> email. <laughs> but uh, she, she played this. Um, she went on like a, a creepy games kick where she got a bunch of creepy games onto her Steam account. And one of these games was Year Walk. And she played through it 
and she said that the game was absolutely gorgeous, which I can attest to. It is very gorgeous. And uh, just, she only said it's a tad bit creepy, um, but she really wanted us to play it for the podcast. We'll so, let James yeah. be the judge of that. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> James, James is our litmus test in terms of creepiness in video games. So. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm like, I'm the canary in the gold in the in the mine, you know? It's like is there a hint of like scary spookiness then I scream <laughs> like the canary. Yeah. Um yeah. that's really what what's going on. I'm not a like a I don't know. I'm not a good test. It's <laughs> way too too many false positives, I would say. If there's a scare, James will find it. Like a bunny yeah. comes out, like a nice, you know, just fluffy bunny comes out from behind the rock, just sort of unintentionally frightening in that moment of just uncertainty and James screams. <laughs> Count as a jump scare. Yeah. 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 It's just funny. It's like, it's like, it's, it reminds me of um, Elena and spicy food where she'll be like, there's something spicy in this. And I'll be like, what? <laughs> I think that's just flavor. And she's like, no, you just, you just don't know how to taste things that aren't spicy. And I'm like, no, that. You're just, and so it's just like us just going back and forth on that. But it's funny because like she can just like find it in something. She'd be like, oh my God, there's something spicy in here. I know there is. I'm like, really? Oh my God. I feel the same way with James and Scary. It's just like, oh my God. The way that text came on screen was kind of frightening. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. All right. Nice. James, while we're on the topic, was this scary to you? I screamed twice. Nice. So, but also, I mean, there were jump scares that jump scares are scary. I don't know. Yeah. I think I did actually, Um, I was startled in two places in this game. I think mm -hmm. one is when the Haldra, you follow the Haldra, the little woodland sprite into her tree and she just kind of stares at you before just leaping at the screen all bloody. So I saw that happen and I would, (laughs) my first thought wasn't of me being scared, but my first thought was, Oh no, James! <laughs> like I just warned him, <laughs> and it was so true. <laughs> Dude, fuck! I felt the exact same way at the end when they were like talking about how the person had schizophrenia. I'm like, oh no, James! Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and Adam at the same time. But anyways, we'll let that say where it is. But oh my god, yeah, I felt I actually had the same reaction to the jump scares too because it's just like I I don't think they were like scared me per se, but they just sort of like. They just make you, like, jump a little bit and, like, your eyes narrow and, like, focus in, like, the fuck? Um, I don't know. I don't... I feel like I've gotten more susceptible to jump scares over time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was less scared by them a few years ago. I had that same thought, too, um, when I saw them. I was like, oh, no, poor James. And so I messaged Zoe being like, <laughs> you and your mother have done James dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I think that was in the Discord. Oh my god. Yeah. I definitely think I would have been very on edge for the rest of the game if I wasn't told that I was past all of the scares. Dude, that's yeah. how you get someone. Uh, is you tell them they're past the scares and then you just have one more. You're like, oh dude, I forgot. Oh <laughs> just, no, I wanted to be well, because I yeah. I seem to recall I was like, James, it's not scary, it's just like creepy. It's about dead babies and like then those two jump scares happen. I was like, oh no, James is going <laughs> to hate me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I think is like, I think it's just like a perfect sort of segue into like, I think this game has 
maybe like a couple of like I guess I don't know if I would call them flaws per se, but I think I would go as far as to call them flaws. But they're just things that I'm not sure are necessary. But I'd say that's in the rest of what is like a really wonderful game is like just a couple of edges that you're like weird. Like the jump scares to me feel unnecessary. Like I think that the creepy sort of like zoned in weird vibe that you have playing this game, that was plenty fine for me. I was like, do I need to have this jump scare? I don't know if that was gaining much. And, mm. and I felt the same way about certain aspects of certain puzzles where I felt like it wasn't, they could have done a little bit, just a slight bit more to communicate on screen what was going down. Or like, you know, like when you had to click the bird a bunch of times or when you had to lift the the um, graves out of the of the graveyard. I was like, oh shit, I just didn't, I just didn't know you could do that. Um, or, or fuck it, even when you had to press the keys on your keyboard to to open oh yeah u and n yeah so i'm like oh but like it's just interesting because like those but okay that is obviously combined with the fact that there's a really nice and helpful hint system that i really appreciated so it's like okay like they never ended up being super bad but i was just sitting there going like i wonder if you could just slightly just sand that edge just a little bit um and maybe just take a jump scare out for your boy (laughs) for your boy james (laughs) you know what i'm saying so so it's interesting because at first i was i was in the same boat this i think mccoy you brought up two points that i want to touch on but i guess i'll touch on one first which is just in terms of the jump scares at first i was like okay this isn't a horror game it's just a creepy game so yeah are the jump scares necessary uh and then Thinking, though, about the collective story as a whole, it kind of makes sense. Um, the two jump scares are, like I mentioned, the Haldra, and then there's also one where you're turning a wheel inside a mill, and yep. then a face bursts out at you. Um, yep. With the Haldra, that makes sense, because if you read the journal folklore about the Haldra, the Haldra is known to attract men deep into her home and then murder them. Um, And so I just took that to be just a significance of that kind of myth of, you know, a halter is leading you with song deeper and deeper into this tree. She's finally there at the end. You're expecting a reward and she just kills you. So Mm. that made sense. And then the other one, I, I, I played through this game twice the second one after I kind of knew what the outcome of the game should be. And when you are turning the wheels of that mill, it's the, it's your lover's face who bursts in front of you and her face Mm -hmm. is all bloody. And the whole point of your walking is you see visions of the future and you hallucinate them. So what your character Daniel is seeing there is your girlfriend's dead persona which is supposed to, you know, sure, it's used for a jump scare moment, but it's also probably like a hint at what is to come in the future for Daniel, a.k.a. stabbing your girlfriend uh, a bunch of times. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, like, I totally hear you, and I, I, I see why they, like, narratively would want to have those ideas in there. And, like, I'm not, I'm not here to tell them to change their game, I th- and I think mostly because it's it was really nicely put together in, a, in almost every way and maybe every way. It was just like, to me, I was like, does it need to be a jump scare specifically? Could it be a vision that doesn't like just course anxiety through my veins for a second? Because I'm mm-hmm. just like, ouch, game. 
thanks. <laughs> like, I would, what? That's just me. I mean, maybe I'm just like hypersensitive to that stuff, but I'm just like, ugh, ow, I don't like that. And I'm like shaking my fucking chest out like, ooh, geez, okay, all right. Well, here we are. Um, and then it kind of doesn't really do it much more. It just does it a little bit. So you're like, okay, okay, sure. No, that's fair. I mean, like, and also I'm glad that, like, the game just kind of left it at those and wasn't, like, a constant, like, jump scare fest, you know? Because <laughs> it, did, it did eerie so well, like, eerie and creepy and, like, whoa, there's blood here where there wasn't before. Let's go follow that. Or, like, oh, the sound was such a great way to unsettle you but also direct you towards something. And, like, it's doing all that. And I'm like, man, this is awesome. Why don't you stay here? Just stay here. This is great. <laughs> this is working. Mm. But that's just me. Um, it's a small, small nitpick because I think generally, I don't know if you guys, I'm actually, okay, let's, I'll just ask you, but my experience with this game is that I found it very, very compelling, which is really cool. Like it felt like compelling within me. It's kind of reminds me of actually what, um, Adam was talking about in the back in mist and how like that sort of stuff is just harder for the modern gamer to actually do to like, you know, make notes and write things down and be curious but I was curious. I was reading through the encyclopedia and stuff to try to see if there was hints to where to go. Um, and I was just like trying to figure out um, just like what the symbols were meaning and writing them down and just trying to like, I felt myself like compelled to go forward in the game and to do more and to try to figure it out in a way that I think like is not just one design element. It's like a sum of all their eeriness and creepiness and, and captivating uh, components that leads you to want to go in there but did anyone else feel compelled by this game because that to me is an achievement um yeah i thought there were parts of the game that were compelling <clears throat> but i i don't know i i didn't i didn't get total buy-in okay. one jump scare you out Right, like just like, come on, man! I'm never <laughs> buying it again. I'm out for real. <laughs> or no, <laughs> I mean a little. <laughs> I I I do like what this game does in terms of intrigue. Um, you know, you, you at the very beginning of the game, you leave your cabin, and the first thing you see is this wooden box, which you actually, if if it's your first time playing, you cannot physically open the box at all. Your first playthrough of the game. Unless by like sheer luck, which that's uh, <laughs> that's unbelievable, but okay, <laughs> you do you, dude. Mm -hmm. um, I totally got it first bite through. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> but I I love that though because you I don't know when I when I first entered the game I messed with that box for so long at the very beginning of the game just trying to figure out oh like are there symbols in the trees is there symbols in the snow is there some way that can clue me in but you just kind of trek onward and then you kind of get distracted by other mythical creatures and other puzzles and you know there's rune stones and then there's actually getting you you have that new objective of getting through to the graveyard to get to the church and for me i Absolute, like I actually forgot about the box. I completed the game, and then I was like, "Oh wait, yeah, there's a box. What was what was that for?" Like, I I don't get it. And later, you figure out what the box was actually used for. But I love that little bit of intrigue. That right as you step outside your cabin, that's the first thing you encounter. Um, it's like the first interactable object, um, which I loved. Um. Yeah. There are 
in fact, symbols in the trees, they're not directly related, but you oh, wonder yeah. <laughs> if they are. And one of the things that I noticed that I was really sad wasn't the actual answer, but not sad enough to actually like, really care. But it was just like, I thought was cool was if you go to the area, the cave where you have to take the essence of the four children, which lights your way. If you go there, you'll see uh, different symbols with like different amounts of dots, like one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, and if you look at those symbols, you realize there's like a vertical line through all of them and sometimes a horizontal one. And if you remove that vertical line, you get symbols on that box. And so I was looking at it like, fuck, is this it? Like one, two, three, this is an order. Like that's an up, like half circle. That's a down triangle. Like that's a left circle. And I was like, oh fuck. And I just, oh. So it's like, I feel like they hint with all these like symbols. They're all kind of interrelating. They're just trying to keep teasing you with the box and the, and the symbols and stuff like that. Um, but I think part of the way they do that is they don't... Did that actually have anything to do with what the symbols were that you needed to use? No, unfortunately. It's all in later the blog posts or something of the guy. Um, Theo Alm 68, yeah. if you will. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew I knew that. I, I did that part. Um, <clears throat> I was just wondering if... Uh, if the... The runes that you see actually had anything to do with the, the shapes. I don't think so, but I think they're meant to evoke them and just sort of continue to tease you is kind of the sense yeah. I get. Um, and I think this game teaches you, like, I don't know if you guys started with a pen and paper, but I somewhere in the early parts was like, I just don't have the memory for this. It was like left, right, left, right, 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 left, left. That's easy to say right now, but as they're showing it to you really slow, I'm like, oh, fuck. So I'm starting to write things down. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like very thankful for having done that. Like all these symbols are written down in their order and I'm putting, you know, like names of. Is that the owl puzzle? There, yeah, that that one is the owl puzzle, although they do one very similar later. Uh, that's left, right, left, right, so right, left, right. It's funny. For the, for the owl puzzle, I saw the baby doll thing that spun around and pointed mm. and i was like oh that might come up later <laughs> and then i got to the tree and screamed a lot and um <clears throat> and then i was like all right so there's some owls and i just like spam clicked on the owls and then the tree opened up no and way i was like oh i guess was that a puzzle <laughs> <laughs> dude this guy is straight up humble flexing right now like bro like <laughs> I first tried the L puzzle and it wasn't even a fucking deal. Like nice job. I mean, it was it was an accident. That's it's not, it's not impressive. It's a if it's a fucking accident. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh god. Um I and then yeah, I was actually when I was playing this game, um I was in voice chat with Gabe and his friend Brian, but I had muted both of them. Oh god. Uh because I had a feeling that I was probably going to scream at some point, and I thought that that would probably bring joy. Um. <laughs> and it did. You're just a kind man. Just a giver. Just a giver. <sighs> uh, and uh, so I, I checked in with Gabe, and Gabe was like, yeah, that's what the doll points at. That's what that is. And I was like, oh, oh, oops. 
<laughs> did you first try all the puzzles <laughs> like are you just like that much of a puzzle savant that like you were able to like guess like the singing ladies voices and like like but not guess just like smash your way through um yeah i mean i figured out the was there a song somewhere in the game that you were supposed to follow i don't know if it was that i mean so you can correct me if you know more but to me it was just there were like it's kind of like you had to match. Well, first of all, there was notes that were clearly wrong. And then there was notes that were clearly just like yeah. alien and evil. But then there were others that felt like they kind of like were beautiful and that they matched, I think, the background kind of noise of the environment also. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just, it's just a match the pitch game. Right. Which is such a minimization of that puzzle i thought that was so fucking awesome i really enjoyed that puzzle i thought it was so mystical and so captivating um until i failed 100 times because i'm garbage at that and i don't know any music but um <laughs> but i was, I was like, actually gonna ask yeah. that that's like one of my notes of like could there perhaps be skill gaps in the Haldra's singing <laughs> puzzle for those who are not musically versed <laughs> that's the question yes. i have in my notes here <laughs> yes i mean i I figured out what the puzzle was trying to do, but I didn't quite, like, I I couldn't quite get it all the time. I Like, I, I would be able to guess, like, 30% of the time if I had the right note. I think it would only be Maybe a true, a lot less like, that. a true problem if you were, like, truly tone deaf. Because I think a lot of it was just, like, yeah. listening to the note she was singing and see if it went with like what you were hearing because a lot of them were like off key or like pitched weird yeah yeah and if you could hear that discordance yeah um yeah then you could be pretty sure that that was not the yeah right that's kind of like the the like primalness of like music is you can tell when it has like that dissonance or it's like right uh off key or something it's just it sounds bad to you yeah so you're like oh yeah. i don't i don't want to choose that one What's crazy is, so I used to play violin, like, when I was very young, and so what's interesting about violin is that there isn't, so it's on the neck of the violin, there are no... Frets. Frets, thank you. And so you don't just press somewhere in there and get the note if it's tuned, you have to actually land your finger at exactly the right spot. So what these right. sounded like to me was that the notes weren't there yet. If mm -hmm. that makes sense, because that's how I could feel it in my hands when I was like a kid is like, oh, I'm missing this note. I need to go either up or down. Like, I'm not there yet. Like, it's not. So like the the process of yeah. playing that note and moving your finger along the, the board or whatever, the neck, like it's like you're just tuning it up until you actually hit that and you can feel it. And, and like Gabe was saying that primalness to it. So yeah. That's, yeah, that's cool. I mean, yeah, it's like if you're playing a scale and you hit a sour note that doesn't go in that scale and you're just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I felt like I I would get that and then I would get off and then my hearing would just be totally off for a while and then I would get back on it. Mm. Um, and that was frustrating to me, so I just counted and just brute forced it. Like in terms of right <laughs> one, right two, right something like that, or, you know? Uh, it was right, uh, fuck, what was it? Was it right four? No, it was right. Do, 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 do. I most certainly don't know. Yeah. Something like right, right 
to write for write three, write two, write five or something like that. Okay, so you just like recorded how many steps and then just mm-hmm. went from there. Okay, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I think like, I think my mom was saying that's the one puzzle she had to like look up a walkthrough for like that those directions, right four, right five, because she just couldn't couldn't get the the tone down. It was hard. I thought it was hard. This game it's, it's hard, especially when you don't quite know what the, the other thing about this game is just it, there's zero direction with it in terms of like, yeah. what to do. Yeah, this game really made me realize that I am not a smart man. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. It's okay. So it's, it's it's been coming. You're not you're not puzzle driven. I'm not. I mean, it really like. I feel like I have like a selective memory type deal, but with puzzles, like some puzzles I can just like nail, and I'm like, yes, I am. I'm awesome. But like a lot of these ones, I was just like, holy crap, dude. Yeah. I. I might be special. <laughs> It's tough. Because like I was like, I don't get I don't get it, man. Like, what am I missing? I would look it up and be like, oh. Oh no. I think yeah, it's like they, they seem so simple, like when you have the answer or whatever, but it's really like being lost in like the mystery of it that makes it like hard to like parse it out like exactly what it is. Sort of what's always talking about, like the direction. It's just like is like you have to establish first because you hear a bunch of notes. And there could be all sorts of things. I mean, it ended up being go for the pretty notes, and that makes sense innately, and you want to go for the notes that sound right. Yeah. But it could be go for the notes that sound the worst. It could be go for all the wrong notes. So you have to first establish, like, am I stepping forward or back? Am I failing? Am I resetting all the way to the yeah. beginning? I'm not sure. Am I just going back one step once you establish that there are steps? So you have to kind of learn all yeah. of that by paying attention before it can be a simple yeah. puzzle. Well, that's funny too, because I remember my. F- oh, I was just gonna say yeah. it's funny because it could go either way. Honestly, if you were to follow like the lore of that, I forget what that creature was called, the the woman of the, the woods. Dress. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently she was thing. either like, you know, like a blessing or like a curse to people. Mm-hmm. It could go either way, so I could see that being a case where yeah, you could either go, you know, for the the beautiful melodic music, or like the screeching awful. <laughs> <laughs> off key sounds yeah 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 the the game does its best i guess to try to give you some like context clues as to whether what you did was successful or not like i think in that singing puzzle like if you choose correctly it kind of does this like high like nice like crescendo chime and then if you get it wrong like you can see the you know the scene blur out a little bit and you also hear it go like like, and you, like, you okay. can see it go back to the beginning. Like you can right. see it visually yeah. step you back out and you're like, oh, okay. But like, right. but that's yeah. pretty subtle. I mean, it's not, okay. The scene moving is not that subtle, but the music, the, the sound cues were, I think, I think subtle maybe, or maybe that is the skill gap you're talking about. There's definitely a lot of subtlety in this game where you could very much see another developer put a glowing highlight around this crow or grave or something that you should interact with but they don't 
Like, in fact, I didn't even realize you were supposed to be clicking on stuff until I swear like 30 minutes in. <laughs> that might be wrong. But like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, fuck, I can click on things because I was just moving around the world. <laughs> um, so you just figure it out. And I feel like you do. I feel like I did. Um, there were a couple spots. Did people use the the um, the hints? I definitely used the hints in a couple oh, yes. of spots. Mm-hmm. I used like all of them because I was like, am I? I mean, I didn't need all of them because it's like, you know, multiple of them. Um, and sometimes it's like you spam through them to get to the ones you actually need, but I definitely use them. Like I did not understand, this is kind of embarrassing, but I did not <laughs> understand the, the uh, thing for opening up the kiln. Oh my to God. To find that baby. I was like, is why can't I? S- yes. <laughs> I didn't understand. That At least either. for me it is. Cause it's like, I don't want to get it. I don't, what do I do? I can't slide these out of the way. And yeah. the hint is like, they're keys. You need multiple keys for this. And I was like, what does that mean? Where do I find these keys? There's no yeah. locks. What do I do? Yeah. It was like, it was like, I thought that one in particular, I was like looking at it and I was like, oh, like in context of the hint, like this is kind of cutesy and wordplay and kind of fun. But assuming you were trying to hold off the hints for as long as you could, which is what I was doing. Yeah. Um, you know, you're trying to, you're basically pacing yourself. You're like, am I getting a little frustrated in an unnecessary way? I'll go for the hints. Um, yeah. And for me, I would circle around the island or whatever. It's not an island, but I would circle around the place like a couple of times and look at everything, make sure nothing has changed. But then I'm like, okay, I might be really lost here. And I'd look at the hints. And then it was like, oh, that, that's what it is? Oh, like it, it was kind of like a vibe of, well, that was it's the so thing. funny. Yeah, like, I thought once I figured out what it was, I was like, oh, that's cute, that's clever. But, like, because I didn't, you know, you never, or at least I never used a keyboard other than walking. So just tip to, like, WASD. But was like, what does the the U and N stand for? It's like, is the U up? Then what what is N? What do these mean? Not up, obviously. I was like, am I dumb? (laughs) Up and not up. Yeah, I was like, what what do I do here? Dude, that's actually wait. So this started on mobile. So this was like a later addition for the computer. It must mm-hmm. have been right. Like there aren't N and U keys on mobile unless you're pulling up the chat. It was probably just like push here and push here. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading an interview. The developers did have to completely like rede- redesign a lot of these puzzles to be good for PC to make sense for PC. So I, I'm not quite sure what mm. the mobile input was for that. Um, but yeah. Zoe, did you use any hints? Uh, I did. I used... <laughs> you, Gabe, you want to seem like you're dumb for this? Okay, so I did use one hint in my first playthrough, which was really stupid because... So, like, after you get the four baby souls and you have your little glowing piece of light, I was like, oh, sweet. Like, I get to go down into that dark little, like, dark little bunker area now. And I got to the bottom of the bunker. I'm shining the light around. I see, like, I don't know, like, a a goat leg up in the one corner, a bucket in the lower corner, and then there's, like, another symbol to my right. And I kind of forgot that you could move back and forth. Like, I forgot you could travel further down the dark passageway so i thought those three (laughs) items were all that there was so i'm like i don't know what these symbols are trying to tell me i don't get like i can't go anywhere apparently according to the map this can get me to the other that 
other little inlet over on the top right, but I can't get there. So I like hit the hints and they were just like, try moving around the bunker. And I was like, damn, that was a hint. That's hilarious <laughs> that they foresaw that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I had that too. Wow. I, I sat there for like 10 seconds. Like, where do I go from here? What do, huh. I, what do I do? And I was like, oh. I can move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially because like especially a lot of the places you go in, you can't move. Like you can't move in the mill. You can't move in. Whatever, yeah. I don't know. That other places with kiln. Can't move in there. Right. And I just, I was so disappointed that I didn't even try. Like mm. I just kind of accepted the fact that, oh, this is just like the mill where you can't move around. It's like, no, you didn't even try, Zoe. Like, yeah. maybe try. I mean, that's kind of like how was- I felt with the, the key puzzle where I was just like, it seems like they kind of like set up these kind of like guidelines or how the game was being played and i didn't try to think outside the box or outside the box because i was like all right this is how it is you know it's just wasd and then everything else is mouse so to have two other keys i was like what yeah for no, for only that purpose <laughs> yeah i was like is that legal can you do that honestly i think it should be illegal <laughs> like i don't think that particularly added <laughs> Um, but I do think this game gets around the frustration by having excellent hints. It has a built-in kind of like walkthrough that's cutesy and in-world and is tiered in such a way that can get more and more clear to you. So like I felt like I was able to – because to me this experience is all about like being in it and like being immersed in the sound and even when that's silence but also when it changes and it directs you somewhere or just the obviously beautiful visuals as you guys talked about. So it's all that. And so just the concept of having a, a walkthrough on the side on the side monitor is like anything I can do to avoid that. If you have to do it, you have to do it. But anything I can do to avoid that. So it's nice that they had stuff in world, in game, in the same language that could help like push you through without just a giant arrow. Um, but definitely we've all experienced if you're not quite ready to use that hint, you think you ought to be able to figure it out. And then you go into a dungeon, and, or sorry, the cave, and you don't move. That kind of triggers you to look at every single thing on the entire world again, which is yeah. a little bit of a lengthy process. And I've definitely went on that journey, that your walk, which is go around to every screen and click on everything again. And why can't I click on this hatchet? Surely I could use a weapon right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When do I get the shotgun? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> So, yeah. So one thing I wanted to say. So I did not use any hints. Um, God tier gamer from the game. Um, the I did get two hints from Zoe. One of them was there's one place you haven't looked yet, and I was like, oh yeah, that place. Uh, um, and then the other one was um, what can you have to click on the dots. Which mm-hmm. I thought would have been a nice thing to have been indicated in any fucking way on that stone that you see with the the six dots on it. Mm-hmm. That it just it's just entire unlike every other thing that you see, it's actually interactable. It's like all of the other stones that look that like that are not interactable, mm-hmm. except that one. I mean, I think the game tries to hint. Like, I did notice. Like, I don't know really? if you guys noticed. Like, your cursor. Like, it's a it's a little white. Yeah, circling. it's the same for, shape as the dots. Well, but then, like, for interactable items, there's like a little ripple effect that happens across your cursor. 
So I kind of also did a lot of pixel hunting with a lot of screens where I'd kind of scan across, like I'd hover it over the hatchet, but not see the pulsing. So I'm like, okay, I can't Mm -hmm. actually do anything with this. That's actually how I figured out the, um, the initial like hanging baby in an outhouse with the two owls puzzle because I clicked I think this is another reason, like, why the integration to PC is also a little, like, makes some of the movements in this game a little weird. Because this game does a lot of clicking and dragging in very touchscreen-like manners, but as a cursor and a mouse, which doesn't come easy to me. So it's like, you know, you see that the baby head is interactable and I click on it and nothing happens. But then you kind of click and drag and you realize, oh, wait, the head is spinning. Oh, I need to keep clicking and dragging and spin it all the way around and okay like that's what i need to do um so like a lot of these weren't even like a lot of these weren't puzzles as much as it was just like it needs me to interact with this but how (laughs) like how can i interact yeah and it's weird like especially with a term like pixel hunting like i feel like that comes with such such negative and i feel like a lot of people have really like heavily criticized games like that um, I do feel like it works a little better in this game than I've seen it in a lot of other games because I feel like there's a there's just an element of curiosity that it was able to spark in me where I was just I was just like examining everything. It felt like I was in a digital sense running my fingers over everything um, just because I wanted to see like what mm-hmm. can I touch. Um, I what I was really nervous about that I don't think they did very much, if not at all, was making things interactable like later like after i had already touched them if you know what i mean like after i had already clicked them oh, okay um they did change the world they did add bloody figures they did add whatever else but it wasn't like now you can touch the hatchet that was gonna send me into a fucking spiral because i was too busy trying to be delicate and careful with everything and like oh can i move this once i realized that i could move it um so i feel like i got away with it like that's how i was able to figure out you could interact with that with that other stone was i i clicked it i was like oh weird what is this thing um and once you do you're like oh my god actually though this must be related to the other stuff um so i don't know though but like i could definitely see a legitimate criticism being like why can't you highlight some stuff um and i definitely felt that way for certain things or i mean just have there be like that effect on it the first time you see it yeah so you don't have to move your mouse over every fucking thing in the game. Yeah. What's interesting, though, is that the result for me, at least, was that it wasn't the first time that I saw some of those things that I realized they were interactable. I wasn't combing over everything at first. That was kind of something I learned, and that led to another circle of the goddamn island, um, which is not an island. But, like, it's interesting because I think it's like it would rob you of so much discovery to just be like, this thing's flashing. <laughs> You know what I mean? That doesn't have to be flashing. Maybe that's a little uh, uh, intense. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's like I was thankful that I figured it out and I was like, it. luck was fortunate that it didn't frustrate me enough that I, and maybe it frustrated you enough and so maybe that's the other side of it. But if they had just given it to me, like this is interactable and this is not, I I think it would have been so much more straightforward and so much less maybe even immersive. Um, cause I felt like I needed to run my hands over everything. Like I needed to see, like, can I touch this? Can I move this? Does this do anything? 
I don't, I don't feel like I did. I don't know. I, I, um, I feel like I basically intuited almost every single interactable thing except for that, mm-hmm. which is why it bothers me. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> maybe that's just like, I don't know, check your fucking privilege. <laughs> you know, it's like, so you couldn't figure out one thing. Why is that a problem? James, you're just the like, best gamer that we've ever known. I mean, that's a given, but moving on. Um, no, just, just fucking so just kidding. Uh, no, like, I don't know. There were there were just like a few things. Like yeah. in moving the babies back to the river, um, the fact that if you released them, they would go back to their starting point. Bothered me. Fuckers. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, but I know what I you're mean, talking about. But yeah, okay. It's like I was fine with it in that case. Like, just like, oh, okay. You just you have to know where to go on the map mm-hmm. in order to get back to the river. That's fine until it gives you three other things that interact very similarly to the babies, except that they don't go back to their starting point. Yeah, I, And at that point I was like, God damn it. Why not just do this with the babies as well? I will say one of some of the highest anxiety I've had in this game outside of the jump scares was when holding an item that was not a baby and being like, letting it go for the first time being like, is this flame going to disappear? Like, is this key going to disappear for fuck's sake? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, my fear for this game is that, like, I think overall my experience was very, very good with it, and I was very fortunate for what I was able to figure out. And for figuring it out, I actually had an extra bit of satisfaction. But I do wonder if we all had a list of small things that we felt like, okay, that seemed like a little bit of bullshit, just a little. Like, that should have been a little more clear, but my fear is that we all have different lists. And so, because I, I think it spread a lot around this game but i think the ones that you figure out you're like yeah no big deal and then the ones you you don't or you're like well that seemed like kind of bullshit because i didn't figure it out i mean i definitely feel that way with the graves that needed to be lifted i was like wait they needed to be lifted i don't know how i missed that but i just totally did triggered another walking around the whole place again and i finally just looked at the hint and they were like yo lift them dog and i was like oh oh so then to me yeah, i'm like I, yeah. furious in my notes like Clearly, this was not me. Clearly, was the game. But I, I just, I fear like we probably all have separate examples of that. Like, is, is that is that true? Do you guys think that's true? I think so. Yeah. I think well, like the, let's the, go through our lists. The bird, the mashing it. the bird was the one that yeah. got me. What the that fuck, one frustrated man. me. Beca- I I only solved that puzzle with no hints because I rage clicked the bird <laughs> and realized that it worked. Fuck! I wish I had done that. <laughs> Oh, Which bird was the raven? That? At the yeah, the raven on that oh, little yeah, island. Oh yeah, yeah, the one reach. that you just yep. You just gotta click it a bunch. Yeah, exactly. And then the other bird comes out of its mouth. Exactly, because yes. I click it. Yeah, yes. And it makes I this motion in the air yeah. like a baby bird trying to feed. Yes, exactly. So I was like, oh, it's hungry. I hunt around the entire map for food. There's no food. Hunt around the map just for something to click on. Yep. Nothing. Yep. And so then I'm like going, I'm like trying to click and drag the bird. 
if you like click and hold it, it just kind of does that open mouth, like back and forth, like forever. So then finally I just rage clicked it. And then so it's like, Ooh, Raven. What? I was about (laughs) to feed a fucking baby to that thing. If I could, I was like, dude, what can I do here? Like to feed you. Like, (laughs) Oh, I had that too. Cause Um, I was using a, a walkthrough like on and off. Um, and I was like, okay, so what do I do here? Cause I tried clicking it. I like clicked it and I was like, okay, it's not working. And then the guide said, oh, you have to click and hold. And I was like, oh, okay. Clicked and hold didn't work. And I was like, what, what do I do? Yeah. And yeah, just rage <laughs> clicking. And I was like, oh, they lied to me. God, I wish I had more <laughs> rage in me, guys. That would have saved me so much time. Like I, I think the hint says, I don't know if I got to the end of the hint list, but I think the hint says touch the raven or something and i'm like yeah obviously dude i've done that a ton of times like what do you need from me <laughs> so, yeah that's definitely again one i think sure. that might I, though be with like the you know the transition from mobile game to pc game i don't know if maybe if i was playing this as a t- touch screen if that sort of movement would have come more in like come more easily to me yeah. um because, you know, when you're, I don't know, when you're a finger on a touch screen, there's only so many movements that you can do. Maybe eventually you just mash your finger on the screen and you're like, okay, that works. But I kind of feel like um, it wouldn't. Like, honestly, I don't know. Maybe not. You know, like maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't. But it's like such a stumbling upon this through no thought, but through frustration or through a walkthrough. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's right. a little bit so lazy. So I, I stumbled on that because I was just mash-clicking you everything. Of, all of you. That was interactable. <laughs> like, that's how I solved the owl's puzzle. So I was like, well, I mean, might as well keep going with that. <laughs> and it fucking it totally worked. worked. Fuck. <laughs> Good on you guys. Um, I just don't understand why you have to mash that a ton of times on the bird. Why can't you just click it once or click and hold? But no, it's like know. you have to, yeah, you just have to rage click that. it to get it to cough up the yeah, other I bird. Think that's, I think that is a bad yeah. puzzle. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I think there are a couple in there of just things that feel like, oh, okay. Like, I, I got through this, but yeah, God, I wish I remember for that puzzle what the hint actually said. Because most of the hints, if I was go, if I went far enough in them, would actually get me through some of that stuff. So it felt like the hints were kind of shaving away some of the jank. Um, Where did you first use a hint? <sighs> I don't know, dude. Um, I used them sparingly, but I used them at the exact point where I realized that, like, for, from here on in was, like, frustration. If that makes sense. And so I would, but I was patient. So I was like willing to walk around the island a second time for every puzzle if I needed to. I didn't do it for every puzzle, but I was willing to. And I was willing to go in everything. I was willing to like touch everything and like do all that stuff. But then after that, if I really didn't understand and I had taken all that time walking around to also think about the puzzle and think about what else do I know and and read through some encyclopedia pieces. But at that point, it's like, I I don't know. (laughs) So I don't know when I first used it. Um, if I'm going to be honest with you, maybe I could, could we check? I mean, I'm not going to check right now, but like, maybe we could check. Is that something we, I don't know. That would be cool. I would like to see that, but I don't know. Does anyone else know where they first used? I guess Zoe only used it once. So, um, like the first time you can actually activate the hint. No, the first time that you, you yourself did. Oh, 
Yeah, first time I did was just that. Yeah, being in the dark bunker was gotcha. the first time I activated the hints. Yeah. I want to say I don't remember. I don't remember. I wish I could, I wish I could give you a better answer than that. I know that they do give you a hint for like the title screen if you're stuck with that. Oh, the title screen was awesome. <laughs> like I I was just reading through like a I was just kind of glancing right now through a list of like the hints that they give and like the very first one is click all of the sticks to create the game title. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I think one of the biggest letdowns with this game is that you can't go in your house. Um I kept trying. <laughs> I would come back there every fucking time and be like, all right, now we're going to see my house. And we never did. And like, listen. That... That's not the point of year walking. <laughs> yeah, but that's the point. Of yeah, but it's my house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who locked that? Yeah, you're right. You're right. That is the point of quarantine. Shelter <laughs> in place at your house. So you're saying this is the perfect like escape from quarantine because they won't even let you in your house. Except yeah, that makes sense. Okay, now I have to recontextualize that, and I'm actually all for it. Um, some, <laughs> something I wanted to say about the puzzles that I think is interesting, that I think leads to a lot of really interesting thought, is that they're not, um, like, sequential. I mean, they obviously are. I, I think there is, like, a path that you go through. I'm not saying that there isn't that, but what I'm saying is that you see clues about puzzles that are coming up, but that are not immediately the ones you need to solve. And so you, A, don't know what information is exactly right for the puzzle that you're currently solving, um, which I would not say is a bad thing. I would say that's interesting. But also then you start to put the pieces together slowly but surely for a later puzzle. Like I think the 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 stones that, <laughs> that James hated because he didn't know he could interact with them. But like you see those around and you'll get access to two, or at least I had access to two um, yeah, you just get access to two and you can like even put them in. And I got the way all the way into putting them in. And then I was like, okay, I haven't, I can't solve this yet, but it was like in the process of doing other things. So I was like solving this puzzle step-by-step step as I was progressing through the game, just in the back of my mind, realizing what I needed to do there. And I think a lot of puzzles were, or some puzzles were like that. And I think those were very, very cool because they allow you to be like, oh, that is what that is. Like, and, and that's kind of, how they play the box too is they want you to be that's like your magnum opus for back of the mind solving that's just sitting there gears are cranking how do i solve this thing and they just want that to be that that string that's never tied up that loose end that's never tied up and so finally at the end you feel like oh my god i finally did it but they do that with a lot of other puzzles too in like a smaller way and i think that's like a pretty cool way of not just being like you're in room one dash one and you will worry about room one dash one things and then when you get to one dash two you will forget one dash one you know it's not like that it's it's huh. they're all kind of melding together and your notes are slowly coming together at least my notes are slowly coming together and it's like okay cool okay that that is what that is okay now i can use that perfect perfect they must feel that right way? yeah like i liked you know, when, when you're down in the bunker and you see symbols with a bunch of dots on them and then it kind of clicks in your head, oh, wait, there's those same symbols that are on the trees as I'm traversing through the land. So then, you know, you have like a symbol, the number of dots underneath it, and then you also write down like the animal or mythical creature that that pertains to. Mm -hmm. um, and so just being able to connect those three pieces together and then you get to that tombstone puzzle at the very end before you enter the church and you're like okay like 
I have all the pieces I need to solve this. Um, yeah. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you need to go back and try to connect the trees to the dots and the symbols. Like, just being able to make those connections, those inferences, without the game just screaming at you to, like, yeah. look at the trees. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it just kind of makes you feel, it makes you feel smart that way. Yeah, and it sure. makes you feel, I feel, like, rewarded for writing shit down. Like, there's a, I think there's many points, like, the, the left, right, left, right, or that's, like, where it's kind of telling you, like, you should write shit down. And I'm just sitting there going, like, okay, I should probably write shit down. But I, like, the game had to smash me over the head with it before I finally, like, realized <laughs> that's what I needed to do. And the moment that I realized I was literally, because I had my, my notes were there and they were developing, but I didn't, I had them sat down like I was using the mouse and key. Was that for the church puzzle? For the church puzzle. That it, that it tells you that? That it tells you that you must write it down. N- no. Does it ever say you should write things down? So it down? doesn't say it in words. It says it in actions. <laughs> because, like, here's, I think, the uh, biggest example right, right. to me. This is not the first one, but this was the one where I was like, holy fuck, I read that in plain English. Um, whereas before, it was just like an inkling in the back of my mind. Like, I should probably, like, keep my notes really close in case something just jumps up on screen. Because um, I'm going to want to write it down the first time. But I was like, nah, nah, it's fine. I'll just, like, you know, play through. But if you go to the stone puzzle with the designs on it, and you enter all three, and then you don't write that down, they go away, and you have to go input them again. And I was like, oh, fuck me. I don't have those written down. <laughs> like, because I had just been putting them in as I had been going. Um, and oh. so I was like, okay, loud and clear. I should write every symbol down <laughs> and organize them as best as I possibly can. And I was already kind of doing that, like, half, but then I was like, no, 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 I'm fully committed to this now. I get it. You want me... If only you saw... What? Go ahead, no. I was going to say, if only you saw me, like, for that baby puzzle that's pointing at the owls, because at first I thought I was just doing a little dance. It's going, like, right arm, left arm, right arm, left arm, left arm, and I just scrambled for paper because I'm like, shit, it's a pattern. Fuck. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I, did, I did the same with the once you solve the stone, because it's like, that looks like a left arrow, I guess. And then it was like... I think it's the same start, right? It's left, right, left, right, which is the same start as the first one. So I was like, oh, they're doing the first pattern again to me. And this is going to be an important pattern for this game. And I'm going to use it to solve more puzzles. And I'm like, wait, it's going off script. That's a right. Like, oh, no, fuck me. (laughs) And I'm like doing the same thing you were doing, running for fucking pen and paper. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. I don't know. Like. So you're like the note taker. Did you come earlier than most, do you think, with notes to this game? Or like, how'd that work out for you? What do you mean? So I had to be punished by the game in order to like really commit to the notes. And then once I did, I was very thankful and it was very zen. But did you come with a pen and paper like almost right away? Like, whoa, dude, I'm fucking ready. Let's go. Uh, as As soon as that baby puzzle happened... I was like, okay, I'm going to start writing shit down. Nice. Like, I'm going to write down everything meticulously. I'm going to write down all the n- rune patterns on... <laughs> I'm going to write down, you know, like, get some grid paper, <laughs> write down all the runes and their little grid patterns, so that way I have them on hand in case that, that shit pops up again. Like, <laughs> I had a, lo- a lot of unnecessary information, because I would write down, like... For instance, with the runes that you draw on the stone, I also would, like, take note of, like, the surroundings around the rune being, like, 
there's a raven by this one. Mm. There's an axe by this one. There's a cart by this one. Mm. Like mm. maybe it has some <laughs> symbolism to it, um, which obviously like it didn't end up that those had any effect, but, um, but I don't know. I, I, I like that kind of stuff. I like being able to take in all of my surroundings because the moment you find that connection, it's just like, boom, I got it. Yeah. It rewards the, the diligence of like trying to piece it together via notes in a cool way. And I, I, that's what people tell me Mist does too. And that's really cool. Like I don't think I've experienced many games that it does that. Like I've, I know we've had on this podcast a number of games where Zoe has come with notes and she can understand the story in a way that I clearly couldn't, but it didn't stop me from like playing the game. But in this case, it was like, oh, the way to play this game and to enjoy yourself is to like keep a journal. And in fact, that's mirrored in a beautiful way by like the blog posts at the end and his journals and his rantings. And it's like, I look at my own notes and they look like his notes, like in a way, <laughs> like I have crazy scribbles on my notebook, just as he did on his notebook. Um, and I think that's cool. So. Yeah, I I didn't make that connection, but I can totally see where you're like, I'm looking at my own like notes that I made in game and I'm like, yeah, those actually do kind of look like the notes that that, <laughs> you know, fictional, fictional uh, person made in his own notebook. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. So I'm just looking through my, my, my notes here for points uh, outside of Rip James. Um, <laughs> And fascinating, compelling, and mystical. Does anybody else have any other uh, points they want to they want to jump on for this, like uh, pain points or beauty points? Or, I mean, should we just? Is this like where we just break it down? What about the the interaction of the whole just movement through the world? Yeah, did I was you guys like say that? The did explore you... mechanic is what I liked. Hmm. Go, on. Go ahead, James. With the, I thought it was a little bit weird personally just like are you talking about like, when you go through and there's just an up and down arrow that appears yeah like there were like it, it felt like a series of planes <laughs> um like flat planes as in the mathematical concept not the airplane mm. <laughs> um that were just that had these kind of connections and um I don't know it felt like a strange way to move around the world and the first time I clicked on the map I was like oh okay this is what they're doing that's fine uh, but before that I was like um it just felt odd to me um and uh, I, I don't know. It just I I wasn't bought in on that. Same here. Yeah, I did. You uh, guys like it? I I thought it was a weird choice, and I didn't fully understand why they would do that until Zoe, at the beginning of this podcast, said that it was originally a mobile game. Then that makes more sense to me. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, yeah. even then, I think it. The movement in this game makes sense thematically for the story as well. There, There is an achievement you can get in this game of getting through the entire game without looking at the map once. Um, I didn't do that my first playthrough. I was looking at the map religiously mm -hmm. the first time I played through this game. But when I noticed that there was an achievement 
before my second playthrough, uh, that you could get an achievement for not looking at the map. I decided not to do that. And you printed a map and stuck it on your mind. <laughs> <laughs> but it was interesting because the the concept of year walking and how you have to make your way to this church, and they do make notes in that these Swedish woods are very twisty turvy and you get lost very easily in them so you're just kind of wandering for a bit and I just felt like the way that they represented that in this game was pretty on point if you don't look at the map to the point where I almost wish the game didn't give you a map but I feel like people would be too frustrated with this and would probably rage quit the game before the game even started so like I can understand (laughs) why they might have implemented it but like I felt like the game was designed in a way that like, again, with the pen and paper, like I almost felt like the developers would, would have wanted you to like create your own map of like, okay, like here's my house. I exit out. There's two directions to go and then have you create the map that they created for you almost. But playing without the map, you just get the sense of like, I felt like it was so true to this feeling of getting lost and this feeling of, wait, I've passed by that stone before. Oh, crap, that's the same hatchet again. I I went the wrong direction. I need to go back. Like, there's a lot more wrong turns I made in my second playthrough, but it helped with the gaming experience because it just made me feel all the more like I was this lost person being just trying to fight my way to the church which i know is just north of me but how far north like i don't know um and i thought that was really cool um you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) i don't know where i was going with that but like i can understand it gets frustrating uh, or it just seems like a little bit weird, which is why I just think maybe the intent was to do this without a map in the first place. I think you're right. Although it's like this weird like um, intersection of all these design ideas. It's like the feeling of being lost, but then also landmarks and making sure the player knows where they are. It's like those are competing ideas. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I'm sure maybe there's a way to, to navigate it, but. yeah god without a map that would be so insane holy shit that that makes me think of um we've been playing for wind down wednesday every night this game called hollow knight and at least the beginning of hollow knight one of the coolest things that it does is it doesn't give you the map of where you are when you go and you're exploring these different areas and it's just it's like when you have a map in a game, let alone have an arrow that points you like on the ground or in, in the, you know, in your UI, like Bioshock style, or you can have like a line that like, it's just, it kind of like shuts down this, like, where am I? I need to understand where I am physically, like part of your brain, at least it does for me. Cause I'm just like, easy, I can just pull up the map. Um, but when you don't have that, it's like, you're captivated like holy fuck where am i i think around this bend it goes like this i think i need to drop down two levels and then go left um it's like it's like uh driving with google maps open versus driving without google maps open. yeah ex- exactly yeah a hundred dude it is exactly that and they're totally different and from a vibe perspective i could totally see why 
like you would like why you guys would say like potentially this is supposed to be without a map because that vibe of really trying to understand where you are in this like sort of lost woods is like that would be really powerful for sure holy fuck i'm not sure i would have liked it without a map but i think that that's what they were going for i i'm not going to do the air horns because it's not the right vibe for this but (laughs) one of my (laughs) favorite parts we need respectable air horns <laughs> like um that a lot of people will talk and wax poetic uh poetical or whatever or poetic about dark souls combat and i'll be one of the ones to do it but to me i think one of the things that's most interesting about the original dark souls is that it doesn't give you a map and that you have to really learn how the world is and it's constructed in one of the most beautiful ways like i i've ever seen in a game like it's just so interweaving and you feel totally lost but then you find your way over and over and over again uh and i just think it's masterfully done but they don't give you a map they don't tell you where to go necessarily like in a direction and a compass style and so it forces you to be without google maps and to learn your surroundings and it's just that's such a powerful thing that i feel like most games don't even approach or don't even want to because maybe they're doing other things they're they're doing other systems they want you to pay attention to but man is that a powerful tool no question about it. Mm. Yeah. God. I've never mm. drawn a map on paper. Have you guys for a game? For a game, no. Okay. Like, I think it's a lot to expect of a gamer mm-hmm. to also... That's like a 90s thing. Mm-hmm. Or earlier, even. The whole, yeah, mm-hmm. expecting people to, like, map it out themselves. Yeah. So should we get into, I mean, we've talked a little bit around the visual style, like, at least the theming and, like, the the just sort of the way the, the I guess it's first person, but, like, whatever that camera angle is, is very strange, the way that you walk through these, like, artistic sort of scenes but this game has like i would say like really incredible cohesion between all of its like artistic elements like like the sound and like the visuals which are beautiful and like the feeling of being lost and the weird symbols and just like all that stuff really adds together and i think that makes the blog part at the end really really bizarre um which I think they wanted. Yeah, totally. But I was agreed. like, what the fuck? Like, this is so weird. Because um, yeah. the, the username is literally Theo fucking Alm 68. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Where are we now? Yeah. I mean, even just at the very beginning of the game, like you go through this cutscene with your lover and you're just going through the snow. And I was just like, oh, what do these icons on the top right do? And I clicked on the journal and it's like, username, password. And I was like, excuse yeah, me. for real. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do I need to log into Steam right now? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I actually did put my Steam username and password. I was like, does it... Me? Wait, no, this doesn't... What? Dude, this game just stole your library, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's the biggest data mining heist ever. That's sick, dude. You've heard about them mining Bitcoin in the background. This game's just straight stealing your username and password. Old school. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's fucking awesome. 
interesting. Yeah, man. In uh, in the mobile game, actually, the the journal is supposed to be a separate app that you download mm. to open really? up. Yeah. So the game itself. So I. I I think this is another reason why maybe a PC ver- version kind of takes away what a mobile game actually brings to the table because in the mobile game, you know, the 1890s setting is divorced from that, you know, more present day journal entry blog style posts. Um, mm. And I know like reading another interview with the developers, they were really struggling with how to like seamlessly present a journal in a pc version of the game where it's like do we just have them download another game like how do we do this and eventually they're just like we've we've got to just have it be like part of the tooltip which unfortunately does kind of take away especially if you're just trying to explore you're reading all the swedish mythology and then you're just like username password (laughs) what but it kind (laughs) of doesn't like okay i do think it is it it maybe does a little but it also does the same thing that all these other puzzles do where it's like it just plants that seed in your mind of like what the fuck is that all right moving on and you just like eventually get there oh fucking that's what that was for you know what i mean like it does at least for me i was like oh okay um so it, it kind of plants that seed early it's the weirdest fucking misshapen not swedish fleet folklore more of a blog seed ever but it's a seed <laughs> maybe yeah so one of the hints that you gave this is so fucking late to advise our listeners but one of the hints that you slash probably your mom gave us is don't stop playing until the end um because this game kind of flirts with you that it's over, but then it kind of flirts that it isn't, and then you're not sure if you're starting it all over again and if you have the stamina and strength to do that right then. Um, but I'm glad that we had that little bit of direction to just keep keep going. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm just... Okay. <laughs> I I kind of got checked out by the journal. Mm-hmm. It was long. <laughs> you definitely did. <laughs> it was long. I was just like, what the fuck is this? This is not part of the game. Like, I'm not in the headspace to read this guy's, like, random bullshit about your walking. And it just, I don't know, it just did not really interest me that much. So, um... I, I mean, don't... to be fair, Brian was trying to tease you with Warzone, so I could see, you know, with Warzone on the horizon, why you might. <laughs> why am I reading this guy's blog instead of shooting? I mean, people? it wasn't. It wasn't even that. It wasn't. It wasn't that. It really, it was just like, eh, like this isn't adding anything for me. Uh, that's the way I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It I just. I... It felt. I I guess it I just disagree from my own personal experience only because the first playthrough of that game ends so bizarrely like you go through this weird trippy you know breaking time and space messing with all these polygonal shapes and then you're in a springtime meadow you see your girlfriend lying on the ground and then a pool of blood forms under her and then end credits (laughs) like so i was just kind of like what the 
So then reading the journal and then, you know, seeing actually like being able to piece together what what it is actually that you saw at the end of your first playthrough, uh, I thought was really cool. I thought it was cool to read through and make sense of it all. Is it? Does anyone know? So you've done this a second time. Is this is the writing on your map the whole time? It isn't, right? Or is it? Uh, I actually don't know because I never put my cursor up above, you know, above the mill, below the stream. Right, the brook. In my first playthrough at all. Um, but all of I did start a third playthrough because I was genuinely curious. But I think it's like once you trigger that very first playthrough, I, it's always going to be visible there. Uh, so I am, mm. I, I actually don't know if it's visible like the very first time you launch the game because they definitely when they go through the when you're you're walking again sort of but not really because you're finishing the first year walk like they definitely like put it there again and like and they continue to put it there so you're like okay maybe this was here the whole time but i felt the same way about when you guys um when you year walked the second time the game's not over per se you haven't seen the end and you go to the mill did you see like a shadowy figure in the distance towards the mill like the first time you looked at it? Am I high? Did no one else see that? No. No. I don't think I oh, did. Oh, fuck. Dude, I swear. I could be so wrong on this. But I swear there was like a shadowy figure towards the mill. And then I like looked again and it was like the mill. And I was like, oh, what? So then I just started this question like, well, what was here the first time? What wasn't? Is this going to be the same game over again or is it going to be different? But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I actually, honestly, it was so fast. It could, I could be wrong on that. Um, but it was like, <laughs> whoa, like this is a different vibe the second time through, I think. Um, and I was just like curious, like, did I miss some of this stuff or did was it just like, because I was curious if it was going to be one of those games where like everything is actually present for you. You just missed it or if it was one of those where it like evolves in, over time. And I wasn't I wasn't sure. I think I think it evolves over time. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wish I explored my second, like you know, very first playthrough, but second time going through. Once I had the username and password, I wish I maybe explored around the map a bit because I just immediately read the journal entries and then went to the box, so I didn't really actually do much exploration. Hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't either. I, I also figured out really really quickly that nothing in the like appendix was going to matter for the gameplay so i just didn't touch it's it like at all. <laughs> well other yeah, than having a baby in there which is relevant well yeah, yeah yeah but that was i mean that was like oh there's blood stains on right, this right. right now so that's clearly going to be in so there i would also say i mean i kind of agree with you but i would also say they put very light sprinklings of hints in there, at least around what your objective is. Like, I I don't... Right, I just never had a problem with figuring out what right, my objective Right, totally, was. totally. So I did. Um, I think the I didn't use a hint immediately, but I, the first time I got stuck was literally the first section before the map opens up and you have to go to the mill and talk to your girlfriend. I somehow didn't mm. realize I could go in the mill. <laughs> <laughs> so i read the whole encyclopedia <laughs> back to front <laughs> hoping there was a fucking clue um and it was delightful i do not regret doing that um but it was silly <laughs> yeah god i don't know i i like folklore uh i like 
I like kind of mystical beings and tales about them. So I just found the content to be enjoyable to mm-hmm. read through Did, learning about the, I'm sure that I would have enjoyed it as well, but I was in like, all right, do the game yeah. mode. Right. And when I'm in like game mode, I'm not in like consume folklore mm-hmm. mode at all. <laughs> so, Unless it pertains to, like, solving puzzles. Does anyone know... This is a weird connection, and it's only brought to mind because, again, like I said, Elena just started The Witcher. But a lot of the folklore in here has, like, components in Witcher of, like, drowned children and, like... I guess sirens, maybe, like, it was really common. But specifically the drowned children or the killed children... Uh, like haunting and stuff like that. I was like, oh, fuck. I totally remember all that shit in The Witcher. Like, I wonder if those are maybe just common stories or they're somewhat related yes. or anything. It just, it, do you know what I'm the saying? The answer is mm-hmm. yes. Yes. Okay. It's common for uh, folklores. Hmm. Plus, you compare, like, especially, like, Nordic folklores to our folk, uh, folklores. Shit's dark, man. <laughs> Dude, shit is We have, dark. like, the Tooth Fairy and stuff, and they have, like, children that get drowned and come back as evil, vengeful spirits. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, a lot of our folklore was originally, like, weird, dark shit. That's true. And then it was, like, sanitized by the Victorians. Don't forget Disney. (laughs) And then Disney. Your boy Disney. The The weird racist creep. Yeah. Very nice. (laughs) <laughs> your boy Disney. <laughs> boy Oh, guys, I really do urge everyone out there uh, who's looking to look at the, the symbols that have the one, two, three. Uh, watch Disney's Song of the South because they don't want you to know it exists. <laughs> sure. Oh, shit. Yeah. We're past it. We're past yeah. it. All right. Yeah, listen to, I think it was Whoopi Goldberg talk about what uh, just sort of like different uh, – pieces of literature and, and fiction and media of our past, like what they can teach us and whether or not they should be censored. It's interesting. Um, mm. Anyways, uh, last talk on this before I think we should rate this and get out of here. Um, I really seriously do urge everyone to look at the, the, the symbols with the dots, the one, two, three, four, five, six, because outside of the first one, which I could not solve, and ultimately this was not the answer, if you look at all these, you can clearly see that there is the symbols from the box in this. And this was so close. And actually, in a way, I think maybe James would have preferred this more. Like, I was actually somewhat let down that this was not actually the box solution. And instead, it was just, like, very obvious images in this dude's blog. But, you know, hey, what are you going to do? But do look at that because it's like, oh, fuck, they're right there. Um, But as we've discussed, that's just to fuck with you. And it fucked with me. And it's still fucked with me because I won't stop talking about it. Okay, cool. So, (laughs) Gabe... What'd you think, man? Um, we normally play these games together, but since quarantine, you have to play them alone, which might be better than playing them with me because it's a puzzle game, and boy, was that brutal. But how'd it go over there? <laughs> no, I definitely got humbled by this one. I was dumb. Dude, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it's it was an interesting game. Um, I was not a fan of the movement style, but like I said, hearing that it was a mobile game... Uh, that transitioned into PC and other uh, platforms, then that makes sense. I guess I can't really fault them for that. Um, I did. I I liked like the the story and kind of like the feel of the game, and it was like this kind of 
weird, like lesser known thing of um, year walking. Uh, and I had uh, f- a fun time kind of like looking through the lore and looking at like the encyclopedia and like, so what, what is this? <laughs> like, why do people do this? Yeah. Um, and that was cool. And then having that little like mystery of like, oh, you have like this, you know, girl that you're into, but she's arranged to be married to someone else. And then it's like, oh shit, you find her stabbed at the end and a little intrigue uh, and, and with the supernatural elements as well. That was pretty cool. Um, the puzzles were, they were clever and they were cute though. Some of them just went completely over my head and I got a little frustrated, but that's, that's just me. (laughs) (laughs) That might be a little bit of all of us. It's true. Um, I think there were some areas that they could have maybe polished a little bit more, uh, which we talked about. Like for instance, mine was the thing that you don't really interact with the keyboard except for movement. And then the one puzzle where you have to press U and N. Which was like, okay, I I guess, yeah, like, I mean, you know, seems like a little rule breaky, but whatever. Uh, So I enjoyed my time with it. A little nitpicky. Some things could be better, but I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Nice. Also for six bucks. I mean, it's six bucks. Yeah. For six bucks, you can only buy... Um, like I don't know on sale like the entire video game collection of the Xbox. So. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's such a fucking weird world out there. Um. Anyways, uh. Okay. Cool. I will go. Then James will go. Then Zoe will go. Just announce the order. I don't know why I did that, but here we are. Um. So, I hmm. I had. I think I'll have a hard time. I mean, we've done it. I think we've parsed apart the different pieces. But to me, this was a very like cohesive experience that fit together very nicely, and I appreciated um, kind of the the being in the zone of it or the zen of it, as opposed to kind of breaking it down. Um, I do think you have to examine it closely to understand what the puzzles are trying to tell you, um, and what the system can and can't do. Uh, but but generally, I was just kind of in it. Um, I really enjoyed my time with it. I'm very slow at puzzles. I take a long time. I, it's just, it's not a great experience to watch that or be near that within a hundred feet. But for me, it was lovely. I, I, I probably took like 1.5 as long as everyone else. I'm like pretty sure. I want to say it took me like three hours, <laughs> like for one playthrough, which is like just brutally long when everyone else is like, I'm clocking in under an hour. It's like, oh shit, really? Um, or at least under two. But, um, but I don't hold that against it. I enjoyed that time. Fuck it. Um, so yeah, I really actually really enjoyed this game. I enjoyed making notes for it, which, you know, I just enjoyed the Zen of it. The, the sound I thought in this game was really expressive in a way that it isn't in a lot of games. Like it actually matters. Um, which is why it's kind of hard to play during the day when Elaine is on a zoom call with a bunch of other people for her work and i'm just like damn it i can hear them through the walls and i'm like trying to listen like where are the dead babies coming from um but uh (laughs) but yeah the sound was beautiful and the the visuals were beautiful and i think we've talked about the rough edges that maybe could use a little sanding but i actually think in a weird way they worked if you figured them out and if they didn't they tilted the fuck out of you but for me they mostly worked so i don't know i think i want to give this game a two thumbs up i think i was like really impressed um 
it's just cool and artsy. And for some reason it's up my alley and I really appreciated it. Um, I definitely wouldn't say it's for everyone, but for me, it was awesome. Cool. James, you're up, bro. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit torn, like on a certain level, there's definitely a fuck this game element to this game. You know what I mean? Um, and then I don't know. I, I'm like almost at a thumbs up for it though. Um, it's it's cool to explore an aspect of culture that I'm not familiar with. That's always interesting to me. Um, and learning about how people would be paid to bring, like find a good home for unwanted babies and then just like, throw them in the river was fucked up, but it seemed honestly like something that's probably, you know, it might be part of the folklore of, um, this part of the world. It's a a lot more universal than that probably. Um, which is interesting. Um, I didn't really like that. The babies looked like maggots. (laughs) Um, I just thought that was just weird and unnecessary the way that they wriggled around like maggots. Um, and I didn't like the, um, jump scares. Um, the puzzles were fine. I got stuck a little bit. A few times and I I would have figured out the other things eventually probably um that I that I didn't figure out by myself um I don't know I guess it's like it's like almost a thumbs up that's like kind of the best I can give it it's like almost a thumbs up seems fair um, so that's you. Also, I do want to note that I, I forgot to say one thing, but I will say it at the end and not steal it if someone it's someone else's point, which is definitely not. But I just okay, put a pin in that. Zoe, what do you think? Okay. <laughs> uh, Fuck. Okay. I I I really like this game. I didn't really know what to expect coming into it, but I'm really glad that I played this game and. Any game that has me learn about a different folkloric aspect of a different culture, I'm always always cool to learn new things. So, you know, that already holds a special place in my heart. Um, but yeah, this, this game just does so many cool things. Like McCoy touched on the atmospheric bit. I think they nailed the atmosphere. Um, I think they nailed the intention of you know, how you begin this game going on a year walk. I think they took elements of year walking and represented them well in the gaming space. Um, Art style is beautiful. It kind of reminds me of that like 
Eric Carle type illustration collage bit. So it kind of mm. adds that further layer of like children's story on tops of yeah. on top of like a children folkloric aspect. Um, and it, they just take a lot of these very these concepts that are very difficult to put in games. And I think they did an all right job with them. Um, if not a great job. Um, I know originally the writer of this game was planning on making this a movie, but then talked with his video with his mobile game developer friend and they decided to make it a mobile game instead. Um, so I do like, you know, because the concept of you're walking bends time and space, there's a whole aspect of the game that you're just playing with these polygonal shapes and things that don't make sense, but that's you playing with time and space, which I thought was cool. Um, especially just that memorable aspect of you're playing this game in a widescreen format, and then the screen shatters mm-hmm. and you chip away at the glass shards and the game just goes from widescreen to full screen. I thought that was a really cool element to it. An element that you don't quite notice until it happens, but you know something's happening. I don't know. It was it was awesome. Um, I liked the meta present day story. I thought it was eerie and creepy and kind of had me doing that second guessing of, wait, did this actually happen in real life? Even though like, Clearly, with the photos that they take in the journal, it's very clear that it didn't actually happen. There's too many generic details in photographs for it to actually be real. But also, I did research after this game. It's not real. Theodore Almston is not a real person. Darn. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. It was really cool flipping through the journal. And for some reason, just seeing that photograph of a real-life model of that wooden box in the woods just kind of felt me with this kind of eerie like ooh, what if this actually did happen like that's 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 weird that's like i don't know i i thought that was really cool and i really liked connecting the story um and yeah i i just think the game does so many really cool things and yeah there's some you know there's parts of you know solving the puzzles that it's a little nitpicky as we said but i still think this game's going to be a two thumbs up for me Really awesome game. Really loved playing it. Awesome. Oh, cool. Very cool. Um, yeah. Before we... Is that pin still stuck? Yes, so that much. pin is still stuck. <laughs> I just... I couldn't help but think throughout the entire playing of this game that I really wanted like my mom to play it because she does a lot of art and she like had like a like a master's program in art uh, and, sh- and you know we went to england to meet up with her like art friends and it's just i mean you know she's retired but she does this for fun and like this to me felt like an art project like an art project like that someone really worked on for a long time like it really had that vibe of it like it felt like it came from a place of an artist as opposed to it came from the place of a game uh, and I just think that's really cool and I want to recommend it to her and I want to recommend it to uh, that one friend of hers that we met that was really cool. Uh, I mean, there's many, but there was one in particular that I'm thinking of that I would like this stuff. Um, but looking at it th- from that lens, like it, it, I feel like it made more sense, like why it felt kind of a little strange as a game because I really felt like it almost came from the core of an art. Uh, I don't, it's not just project, you know what I'm saying? Like installation, piece of work like an, a piece of artwork. Um, 
So I just, I think that's like a really cool way. And I, I, th I think there are certain type of people that enjoy that type of stuff. Like how do we convey these stories in this weird interactive way? Um, and I think it does that. So anyways, cool. Gabe, what are we playing next week? Uh, and for the week after that and for the next eight months? Uh, we will be playing Mass Effect and potentially the rest of the Mass Effect games. <laughs> Buckle <laughs> the fuck up. If we don't, if we don't yeah. revolt. I think it's fair to say that we will, we will play these games unless we revolt. Like, revolt is the only way we're getting out of that shit as far as I'm concerned. I can take right? you guys on. I can take all three of you. <laughs> Dude. So... You and your walrus fangs. You know it. You don't have, you don't have to have the answer like right now if you don't have it. But I'm just saying, like, I was thinking, like, how do we split these games up into three? Like, are there narrative? Is it linear in that way? Like, can uh, we put a, it's, a flag? Yeah, it's fairly linear, except for at least for Mass Effect One. Uh, there's a section after like the first like big mission um, where you can do the next three missions in any order. So, I'm wondering if we cut before that, or if we set, like, a certain order to do these. Power or through. Power through all of them. <laughs> yeah, we just beat the game, bro. In one week, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Elena started The Witcher, we start Mass Effect. Like, it's time. Exactly. Go hard. For all of us to put the Jesus. hours in. Have you heard of Warzone? No, me the neither. Install that. Paint. You need the space. Put the Mass Effect in the same spot exactly. where Call of Duty was. <laughs> Oh my god, I, I I laugh, but if someone said to do that for Valorant, I would cry. So you know, it's it is what it is. Cool. Uh, we'll figure out. We'll hammer out those like details uh, later. But thank you. In the I'm morning. glad we finally got to playing this game. It feels like we did. It feels like we did good karma for the world, don't you think? Like we we got that one off our our list, and it was it was awesome. So we did good karma for Mama Steam. Yes. Oh, by the way, yeah. fuck it, it totally was on also, on sale. Sorry, is that what you're going to say, James? Yeah, it was on sale. <laughs> what the fuck, man? She's Fucking this listening. past week. I was like, I was like, I need this game. I need to buy it. What? It's on sale? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking perfect. Mama Steam came to through. To be fair. I, I will have to say, like, so I just as an ender, like, when I told my mom that we were playing it for this week, she got really scared, and she was like, I really hope they like it. I hope it, I hope they don't rip it to shreds. There's, there, there's a suicide reference at the end. I don't know how they feel about that. Also, and I was just like, too, it's going to be fine. Matter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, I don't think we ripped it to shreds, but I do think she needs to write an email into tyrannythumbs.gmail.com, which is a personal apology for James. Anyways, um, <laughs> let's go. I just dropped my book. Let's get out of here. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. Where the fuck is my audio? Oh, it's on my other monitors.